Welcome to this week's episode of Invading Headspaces with your host, Michael Thomason. Each week, a special guest and myself will talk about the growing trends in the world of sports social media and its impacts on performance anxiety and professional athletics as a whole. Welcome to Invading Headspaces. Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. In last week's episode, special guest Danielle Percival and I talked about administration in sports and the importance of a sports information director. Looking forward to this week's episode, Piedmont baseball player Cole Ellis will be joining me to talk about the latest mental health trends in combat sports and factors that can impact a fighter or a boxer. Because of the nature of combat sports, fighters have been forced to adopt such a strong mentality along with being in great physical shape. Focusing on fighters and boxers, Cole and I will identify what separates championship fighters from their competition, not just physically, but mentally as well. Conor McGregor, Habib Nurmagomedov, Israel Adesanya, all great fighters with similar mentalities when it comes to their approach to fighting. Cole and I will talk about what factors contribute to a strong mentality in fighters. We will also talk about fighters that have struggled mentally with the grueling world of combat sports. You are listening to the 10th episode of Invading Headspaces by Michael Thomason. Sports, social media, does it get any better? Looking for a radio show? Well, I know a really good one and it's... Tune in to Wake Up with J-Ray and A-B every Friday morning at 9 sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip-hop and R&B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning. Only on WPCZ, LP, FM, Demarest, Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Welcome back to Invading Headspaces, this 10th episode of Invading Headspaces here on Spotify and all other platforms. I'm your host, Michael Thomason, and joining me this week is Piedmont outfielder Cole Ellis. How are you doing today, Cole? I'm doing good, Mike. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and chop it up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, every week I have a new guest on, and this week's your turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and every week before we get started, I like to give the guests a little chance to introduce themselves, to mm-hmm. say what they want to say before we yeah. get started. Well, uh, like Mike said, my name's Cole Ellis. I uh, play baseball here at Piedmont. I'm an outfielder. Um, I'm a junior. Uh, from Woodstock, Georgia, lived there my whole life. Um, but yeah, this is my first podcast, so I'm excited to see what it's all about and just get to chop it up, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure, man. When we get started, I mean, when we in our time playing together here at Piedmont, I mean, UFC is the major sport that we bonded over. Obviously, baseball and mm-hmm. football and basketball, all those other sports. Right. But UFC is the main sport that we kind of related to, also. Mm-hmm. And with this top, this week's topic being combat sports and mental health, mental health relationship, mm-hmm. I couldn't think of a better guy to talk about it with. To be honest right. with you, man. No, I know. Uh, like you said, there's not very many other people that I know that are really like into the UFC and just constantly keeping up with it kind of thing well it's not a common sport especially i mean i had aria solano on here a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and we talked about soccer and soccer is another sport that not a whole lot of people especially watch in the united states consistently right it's kind of in the same category of usc ufc and boxing Mm -hmm. but i did want to get into the main topics for this week mental illness and combat sports Mm -hmm. the biggest problem that fighters face 
that negatively impacts our mental health is the abusive fighting culture that they've been raised in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think about it. Every time they go and step into an octagon, step into a ring, yeah, they have to take the mentality that they might not come out alive. Right. Those dudes are – I don't understand how they do it. They're just like – they have to get into a certain headspace that a lot of other people will never get to in their life, and they just have to go into their fight with a – mindset that some people probably will never understand and understand how they even get to that point and it's not even the day of the fight it's months 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 before with the training camp like the day they take the fight they have to be zoned in every mm-hmm. single day no external distractions nothing it's right. them their their opponent and their training and that's literally their life man right in the yeah like you said the dedication that it takes to be a fighter of that caliber um i don't think people understand like how much training and stuff goes into them being able to perform to the level that they do because there's n- like there's not very many people on this planet that can do what they do and i don't think people understand that enough some of the best athletes in the entire world if we're being honest the way they can move their bodies to be able to not only be strong enough to withstand a five rounds, but like in UFC, it's five rounds. Mm-hmm. Boxing match is 12 rounds. Yeah. Really grueling, physically demanding fights. Yeah. But to be flexible enough also to be able to, to move in certain ways also. So they have to train a lot of different patterns, and that mm-hmm. takes a lot of time also. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see what all these guys can do because – Obviously, we watch boxing, but once you when you watch the UFC, it is all combat sports combined into one, which is why that's I why like I call it. it mixed martial arts. Yeah, right? that's why I like it so much. Is because even if the dude in the UFC, even if the dude punches him and he gets knocked down, he just keeps going right after him. And I I don't know. That's why that's why I love it so much. It's just always constant yeah. and t- tying ment- like mental illness we've seen like we talked about before with the fighters that have ca- uh, come out and addressed their mental illness like mm-hmm. we talked about israel adesanya most recently yeah we talked about darren till and robert whitaker we'll get into those after the break but just seeing the factors in mis- mixed martial arts and ufc and how that's contributing to mental illness in these athletes, like mm-hmm. chronic pain from injuries is a big factor. Just think mm-hmm. about it. Every fight, they're taking so much out of their bodies. Right. I mean, if you don't, if you literally, literally, if you don't get out of a fight with an injury, mm-hmm. you're considered lucky, to be honest Yeah, with you. it's crazy to see how much pain that they can endure and just continue to keep fighting and then keep wanting to come back and fighting. I think it's the money. No, <laughs> it's got to uh, be the money. Yeah, 100%. But at the same time, we see all the kind all the damage that it can do just to like their headspace and we see CTE and other athletes in like the NFL. Yeah. Where they I had Kyle on a, Kyle Carlson, one mm-hmm. of your teammates on a few weeks ago when we talked about the football aspect of it with CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Um and how that that physical factor impacts a player's mind. I mean, we don't really see too many 
current NFL players going off on another topic. Mm-hmm. You don't really see too many current NFL players go, uh, coming out and addressing those issues. Right. But we do see a lot of like ex-players, like retired players, mm-hmm. go and announce that, hey, I was dealing with this throughout my career. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same that you see in UFC. I mean, you don't really see too many active fighters address it outside right. of Israel Adesanya most recently. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is, like we talked about in other podcasts, some, some of these athletes are some of the top athletes in their sports, in right. their realm. Mm-hmm. And Israel Adesanya has been the number one guy in UFC for years, mm-hmm. years and years and years. And he, even he's susceptible to it. Right. And I think him coming out and saying that and just addressing how much of a toll that the UFC can have on just mental health and having mental issues, I feel like that could help a bunch of other just athletes in general, seeing such a big star come out and address his mental health. I feel like that'll just open it up for a lot of other big athletes to spread what he is also dealing with and just being able to tell everybody that they have those problems and they don't need to have it bundled up and just affect them as a person. Exactly. I mean, the mental side of it definitely is a struggle. It definitely is a struggle. But mm-hmm. when you, when we, like we talked about with the physical injuries, yeah. we're not just talking about like the muscle in, muscle injuries, like the, right. like broken ankle, broke mm-hmm. like torn shoulder. We're talking about the traumatic brain injuries, especially with the you know you get punched in the heart, you get punched in the head. You see what happened to Muhammad Ali at mm-hmm. the end of his life. Muhammad Ali, the greatest combat athlete i'll go to my grave saying that he was the greatest <laughs> combat athlete granted he did fight in a different time right but i've never been able to see i haven't been able to see what he's been able to do in a boxing ring mm-hmm. and in somebody else and you see all, all the there's a bunch of ufc fighters that will come out of training camp because they uh have a huge injury to where they can't fight anymore like John Jones, he has that big fight coming up. He just, um, I think he just tore his peck or something. So think about that after all the training that you do. Just one little thing can mess it up to where you can't even fight for a title. Like, I can't imagine what kind of mental problems that can create after all the hard work that they do get put through for sure well after this short break we are going to talk a little bit about john jones but we did want to talk about especially conor mcgregor and habib normago Medoff, just how strong those guys are mentally mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about how strong some of these athletes are we're also going to bring up some examples of some athletes and in, 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 in the ufc and boxing that have addressed it publicly also mm-hmm. so please stay tuned after the break listeners you're listening to invading headspaces on spotify and all other platforms looking for a new podcast to listen to We'll check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsborough. This show is giving you everything NBA on and off the court. So, if you're a basketball fan, go check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsborough. Find Basketball and BS on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to this 10th episode of Invading Headspaces with special guest Cole Ellis. I'm your host, as always, Michael Thomason. And before the break, we did talk about some of the factors that go into MMA and UFC and some of these really hard combat sports and how they can drain on you mentally. Mm -hmm. But Cole, I wanted to ask you, especially with us both being 
really big UFC fans. What was a fighter that kind of drew you to UFC? Yeah. Um, fighter that drew me to the UFC. Well, I've only been – I started to really, like, follow the UFC maybe three, four years ago, probably my junior year of high school. So, obviously, I saw a lot of Conor McGregor and all of his big fights, and I wasn't really into the UFC – when McGregor was in his prime, which sucks, but I'd say definitely Conor McGregor and then um, John Jones, obviously John Jones. greatest MM, or greatest UFC fighter of all time, my opinion, and uh, Israel Adesanya for Israel sure. Adesanya. I mean, like we talked about over the break. Conor McGregor's got to be the guy that's generated so much revenue, especially for the UFC, and so much attention mm-hmm. that I would I would put him in, especially in the category in terms of his popularity, yeah. as one of the best UFC fighters. He, granted, his prime is over. Like mm-hmm. We've seen him. He only fights maybe once every two or three years. Right. And that's really just because to keep the McGregor na- – being honest, to keep the McGregor name going. Mm-hmm. But – him in his prime, especially not only physically, oh, yeah. but his mental, like his mental strength. Oh my god, there was nothing like it, man. Yeah, there it was, was electric. Like you see him going into all those big fights, like press conferences, everything. Just all, yeah, all the press conferences. Like he would just, he would win fights before they even stepped into the ring. Just getting into his opponent's heads and just living rent free in their head, like. When he fought Jose Aldo, oh, my God. That fight was over. That it, fight yeah. was over. I mean, it was a relatively short fight. It was right. Like, was it like 13 seconds? Yeah, something crazy like that. But it was that. over before it started. Right. And we, we're we going to talk about some names later on, like Ronda Rousey, Robert Whitaker, some athletes that have come out and talked about it. Mm-hmm. But one of the names that I did want to talk about real quick, tying into Conor McGregor, was Jeremy Stevens. And mm-hmm. everybody knows the, the infamous yeah. clip of Jeremy Stevens um, with Conor McGregor on the podium with all the, you know, the top fighters mm-hmm. with – and the press and the press asked him, "Who do you think on this? Who do, press asked Conor McGregor on this panel? Who do you think could give you the biggest fight?" And Jeremy Stevens came out and said, "Me, I'll, I can give him the best fight." Yeah. Con, what does Conor McGregor turn around and say? He goes, "Who the are you?" Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's just that just sums up how mentally strong Conor McGregor and some of these fighters have to be right. to withstand the grueling physical demands of the sport. Yeah, you have to go into those fights having so much confidence in yourself because if you don't then you pretty much already lost a fight before you even got you're already behind the eight ball and just the fights that conor mcgregor was in just biggest pay-per-views biggest money at all eyes on him especially when he fought floyd floyd mayweather boxing match yeah that generated so much attention man. yeah so i mean it's honestly ridiculous what Conor McGregor could do and what he ha- got to do, and it's just so impressive. And honestly, the best fight wasn't even the, McGreg- the McGregor-Mayweather fight for me. It was the Habib, oh, Ramago yeah. Medoff, and right. Conor McGregor, two absolute alphas. Right. When you think about their mental strength and how mm-hmm. they approach their fights. Granted, Habib did retire a little bit early. He did retire undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would put him up there also with Conor McGregor in terms of how he went about his business right. mentally mm-hmm. as well as physically also. Yeah, but yeah, Khabib was just he was just calm, cool, collected all the time. I think he was one of the only people that actually didn't let Conor 
Yeah, he didn't fear him yeah, not one bit. He didn't let him get in his head at all, and he knew what he was capable of doing. And I feel like that's just as important as like what McGregor does with all his trash talking. I feel like if you just know what you're capable of doing and have the confidence in yourself to go out there and do it, then I feel like that is just as important. Connor never be Habib. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you come down to it, Connor did have a great career. Mm-hmm. And with the trash talking and with the, you know, the popularity that he received, mm-hmm. Habib generated just as much popularity without doing all the trash talk and without right. being all the media. So, right. as a fighter, you really do have to fi- find mm-hmm. what your what your mental style is especially like that but yeah i did want to speak about ronda rousey and robert whittaker Mm -hmm. two fighters that i especially i grew up ronda rousey basically was the name right and female ufc Mm -hmm. for as long as i was a child and to see her at the top of the list as athletes that have come out and talked about their mental health especially Mm -hmm. in ufc having it have to be a strong such a strong mental sport it's crazy yeah and it's good for young female athletes to be able to look to her too because she was so popular and she was such a big fighter best mma fighter for a while and then she goes out and loses on a upset so i can't imagine what kind of holly holm wasn't it yeah yeah Yeah, i remember that yeah I can't imagine what kind of toll that took on her to be able to be at the top for so long and then lose to somebody that she shouldn't. It's just, I don't know. I can't imagine. Not to mention COVID. When COVID hit, the mm-hmm. whole fight island thing, having right. these fighters have to go off and fight in mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi and not only not to be able to leave Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. while they were fighting, they don't even get to go home and see their families. They don't get to bring their families with them. Right. So while they're – that's another factor also, mm-hmm. a topic for another day. But Robert Whitaker, Tony Ferguson, we talked about Jeremy Stevens, Darren Till. Yeah. Some really good fighters that I've had the privilege of watching um, on a routine basis. basis. These are some good names. Mm-hmm. Some good names that Robert Whitaker fought for a title not too, not too far ago. I mean, yeah. And he's – I mean, he's on this list of Mm -hmm. athletes that deal with it. Yeah. And with Robert Whitaker, I don't know if he ever – did he ever win the title belt? I don't think he did. He did – he did – he has had multiple title title shots. fights, yeah. But he hasn't really got over that hump and actually got the belt. Yeah. I don't think he's – for one, I don't think Dana White's gave him really the right matchup Mm -hmm. to be able to do it. Yeah. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. But Robert Whitaker – I mean, he might go down as one of the fighters with the, with the missed, most missed opportunity. Right, and when you get so close to that belt and then just continue to lose and just you'll win one fight, then lose the next, that's more important than the last one. It's just... You have to string them together. Yeah. You can't... And then it takes a toll. It takes a toll on your mental, just having to go through all the training and then lose such a big such big fights i feel like eight that, nine months at a time man. yeah exactly yeah well cole um it's been a privilege to have you on especially yep. with this topic i feel mm-hmm. like this this show especially went great mm-hmm. um anything you'd like to say before we get going uh no bro i appreciate you having me this is awesome i had a I had a great time just talking to you about the ufc bro yeah uh well thank you listeners for listening to this 10th episode of invading headspaces with our special guests cole ellis and michael thomason Looking for a radio show? 
Well, I know a really good one and it's... Tune in to Wake Up with J-Ray and A-B every Friday morning at 9 sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip-hop and R&B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ LP FM Demers Z98.7 FM the student run radio station at Piedmont University. Thank you for listening to Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. Make sure to join us this time next Thursday wherever you get your podcasts as me and special guest Garrett Kinsey will be joining me as we talk about a day in the life of an NFL player. Garrett's brother Mason is a wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans so it'll be cool to get some insight into the mental side of being a professional athlete through Garrett's perspective. This has been Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. Sports, social media, does it get any better? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. Make sure to tune in next week wherever you get your podcasts as another special guest and I We'll be talking about social media and its growing power in the world of professional sports. This has been Invading Headspaces, and I am Michael Thomason.